Here's the joke. I don't have one. Actually, I do. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Actually, I'm not sure if our listeners are really, I'm going to skip. Just wait. I'm going to find another one because that one I was like, well, I'm going to tell it and I I would love you listeners to let me know how many of you know what this means. Okay, go. Why don't marketers like trampolines? Just for reference, I'm going to tell another one. This isn't the joke. Why don't marketers like trampolines? No. They're afraid of the high bounce rates. So you That's see, right? I think, the mark. Yeah, a lot of our <laughs> listeners are going to be like, what the f- is she on about this time? I don't even understand. Well, I know what the term means, but I still don't really understand what it means or how it's relevant. Just how quickly somebody comes and lands and bounces back off your site. Yeah, I know that, but why do I give us stuff? Because we want to be engaging on our website. We want to be holding our potential clients there. <sighs> okay, let's tell a funny joke, Nicole. All right. How much does a hipster weigh? No. About an Instagram. <laughs> G'day, I'm Woz. And I'm Nick, sometimes Coxie, mostly Nick. This is the Tradies in Business podcast, and we're here to share a bunch of tips, ideas, tactics that you can put in place to get change happening in your trade business right now. If you're really lucky, we're going to entertain you with a few mum jokes, and more importantly, a bunch of fantastic guests that will educate you in all things you need to know about trade business, but we do promise to do it with a whole bunch of fun along the way. I'm a self-confessed idiot, so strap yourself in and enjoy another episode. <laughs> okay, uh, well, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mind it either. Righto. Listeners, <gasps> welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast where we have the most high-quality intros that you will find on the Tradies in Business podcast. You know what I can promise you? That there is not another person in the trades space that has an intro quite like ours. No. And that in itself is part of our marketing, Nicole. That's a nice segue. You know what else is part of our marketing that we speak off the cuff? It aligns with our... We speak from the heart. Passion and values. Mm, Very much so. And that's what we're talking about. Did you know that things that people are passionate about, usually a good insight into their values and their priorities? Yes. So... There, there was a term coined years ago, values-based marketing. Mm-hmm. And so that was marketing your product or service to end users, customers, based on the values that your business ran by, um, the solutions fitted in with. Uh, I think it came and went pretty quickly. Mm. Uh, thanks to the speed that things change these days with social media and the digital world that we live in. Yes. Um, but you were sharing something with me during our creative planning session that we do before every episode, which conjures up images of you and I in this beautiful boardroom with a big electronic whiteboard and coffee and delicious breakfast treats, having this, you know, creative brainstorm and we throw all these ideas up and there's probably a, an administration person sitting there taking notes and with my BMW parked downstairs in the secure garage and basically it looks like you and me jump onto Zoom on a Friday after 17 cups of coffee and go, righto, we're talking about marketing. What are we talking about? That's what we do. 
every <laughs> single week. Except what we do is generally think about our clients and our members and go, okay, what are they struggling with? What are they working through? And so that's a big part of our passion is serving our members and improving tradies in business. That's you listening to this podcast. So we actually think of you every time we jump on an episode. And that's what we want to dig into a bit today is your marketing as a tradie business owner, how aligned is it with what you're passionate about? I'm going to share a bit of a backstory and uh, it's my assumption about a backstory. So I want to be really clear on that, but I've, I've um, recently been made aware of another builder who has had to close their doors and it led me to a great deal of soul searching and thinking about this particular builder and how they fit in the marketplace. And it became really apparent to me that they had moved away from their personal values in order to attain what they thought was the kind of client they wanted to work for. And that's for them the beginning of where it went wrong. There's lots of reasons these things happen. And I think a large part in this case was that values misalignment. So essentially they were beautifully humble. They still are. Sorry, I should speak in the the present tense. They are beautifully humble gorgeous souls who love to serve and create change and beautiful outcomes for people. And through, I'm going to say probably no fault of their own because it was very, this, this has arrived for them rather than it being a considered choice. They've ended up marketing to a very different market to that. And it's created an outcome for them, which involved a lot of pressure, a lot of stress a lot of the whole keeping up with the Joneses concept because they needed to portray a particular image to drive the customer contact from the kind of customers they thought they needed to serve to get the results they thought they wanted. When in actual fact, like many others, if they had have stuck with their values and continued to serve the type of client they like to serve, I don't think they would have found themselves under the enormous pressure that they eventually found themselves. And Mm. this dreadful pressure has meant huge personal sacrifice for everybody that is involved with that company. It has meant the loss of so much for everybody. And when I really tried to be considered about how that started, for me, looking from the outside in, and again, I'm making assumptions here, it's important to note, And we have seen it before, even within our own community, that misalignment with values has meant a great personal dissatisfaction, which has created a great personal and business stress, which has created an undesirable outcome. A simplified look at a very complex issue. And when we're talking about it today, we thought, well, I wonder how many of our clients are thinking about how they're marketing or who they're marketing to and whether that aligns with the kind of work that they actually want to do Mm. or have they been misled to think that they must do a particular kind of work to reach particular financial goal? Because I can tell you that we've got clients that service their maintenance service type clients. And so they're, they're doing a lot of real estate work and they are kicking ass. They have huge turnover, very profitable, very big businesses out of what some other businesses would call rats and mice work. Mm. And we've got builders that are doing huge projects and they're doing it incredibly, incredibly well. 
and having the same kind of results, but it aligns with their values and it aligns with where they're going. And so they're able to comfortably withstand some of that pressure that comes with either of those businesses or either of those styles of business. Mm. So I guess today is really all about as an ambulance turns its siren on out the front of my house and scares the crap out of me. I hope you couldn't hear that on the podcast. Um, for me today, really, it's it's just a check-in, I suppose. It's a, it's a thought and a check-in about that target market that you've chosen. We talk, spoke about this a few weeks ago, identifying who they are. Does that actually align with what you were originally trying to do with your business? Does it align with the kind of work that makes you excited to get up and do in the morning? Where does that land for you? You're asking me? Well, I know that our clients are right within our wheelhouse because you and I actually visit this quite frequently, right? This is yeah. this is an ongoing conversation we have at least monthly, um, if not weekly, in our marketing meetings. Yep. Simon Sinek uh, wrote some good stuff about this in his book, Start Starting With Why, I think it's called. Start With Why or Starting With Why. Written many, many years ago. Many of you probably won't know who Simon Sinek is, S-I-N-E-K, if you want to look him up. Uh, and he, the the one of the core principles that he talks about is, particularly with bigger businesses, when the profit purpose becomes disconnected from the people in the business. And so my take on this and something I see happen is what you've just mentioned, Coxie, around chasing a particular type of work, I wouldn't say for the wrong purpose, but for a singular purpose or one that's in isolation of some broader considerations. And so just doing a particular type of work because it's the most profitable can work for a time. Mm. And often it runs out of puff because you might not actually enjoy working with those clients, despite the fact that you're crushing the the margins on that sort of work Maybe it's a high pressure environment. Maybe the kind of people that you're working with are big corporate types and you're not a big corporate type and you really like working with, you know, middle-class Australians or, you know, you might like working with people who are a bit older and, you know, need a hand in life. And so you get a real kick out of doing great work for retirees or, you know, single mums or whatever might actually give you a buzz and that's very different to well what's our most profitable work and i think this could be and i hope i've i've read your thread right here coxie because <laughs> we didn't have the fancy boardroom and the bnw and the planning that's... meeting <laughs> um you and i've been doing this together long enough that we generally are on a similar page if you do work for people or customers or job types that is in a tighter alignment with your passion and your values that can actually become very, very profitable for you anyway. Absolutely. Like you said, even if they, for someone might look like rats and mice jobs, uh, that can actually become a very profitable business. The jobs themselves might not have as great a margin as doing the big renovation or extension for the fancy doctor houses in certain suburbs of pick a capital city in Australia. Um, but doing, you know, smaller jobs for single parents, lower margins, but you become known as the person in that space means your marketing ends up cheaper. 
you get more referrals, you have more repeat business, you got more loyal clients, you get more of a kick out of it. Maybe that means you get picked up by the media, your social media gets more of a following because everything you do just has that energy through it. It has that authenticity through it because it is in alignment. Think about, so someone I've seen do this really well, or there's a, there's a section of them now, there's quite a few of them, but there was, I think the original one was, um, Tim, the mower man. And I'm sorry if his name isn't Tim or I've got it all wrong, but he was going around and he was finding less fortunate people that he could contribute to by doing their lawns. And that clearly aligned with his passion clearly, because he would be really excited about the result. And that's become like something that so many other people now have adopted as a business strategy. I think it's it's a great opportunity for you to check in with how your point of difference and and how your values can become your point of difference. They very much have for Warwick and I here at Tradies and Business. Um, how that can create and drive that social connection that you require for people to want to use your services. I think it's an excellent example of how that can be done. Sorry, we um, we I'm going to speak openly about something that is part of. Uh, our business. And that is that for our paid members, for our tradiepreneurs, they join us, they work with us for a time and invariably they leave. It's not a forever thing. And that's true for all of us in our business relationships. Uh, You know, there's a reason, a season and a lifetime um, for every relationship. And some are just a, you know, short-term thing, some are medium term. And so most of our clients will leave us at some stage in the next couple of years mm-hmm. and we'll have new ones come in and that's just part of what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, earlier in my coaching career and probably not that long ago as well, I used to see those departures as a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting off track here, Coxie, but it's actually, I'm taking it as a buzz now because we did a, I guess what we would call an exit interview um, with one of our clients who has graduated. And as wanky as that sounds, listeners, I'm really sorry. It is it is such a freaking awesome story. And um, the team will be editing up the little video that we did uh, and sharing that on socials and stuff at some stage soon. So um, the, the fact that this couple have kicked some massive goals in the time they've worked with us yeah, uh, is, is such a positive, but the, the point of the story is one that I have now forgotten Coxie because <laughs> I got so distracted on the awesomeness that is these people leaving us. Oh no. Um, so the, the coolness in this <laughs> is that, um, the feedback we got about them working with us was directly because of our passion and values. 100% it was. And so they chose to work with us because our marketing is aligned with our, our why, you know, the Simon Sinek stuff I was mentioning earlier, start with why mm. that's why I got into coaching was because of the why, not because of the money. Mm. Coaching can be great money. It can be really crap money sometimes too. Um, But every business is the same, right? If you get the formula right, you can make great money. That's right. For me, I got into this because of the why. You and I got into business largely because of the why. We both both had a similar why. That's how we formed our partnership. This podcast is all about why. Uh, I started this podcast because I wanted to teach tradies 
and give them a no cost way to improve their lives. Mm. And that's how this thing kicked off almost 10 years ago. So when that, when that alignment happens, you actually get these really cool, almost unexpected results um, where, you know, a client leaving us now is a wonderful positive thing. And we've had, we've had a few of those just in the last few months where it's like, wow, it's just, I literally sit there just going, wow, that's amazing. I just, wow. I never, I never anticipated the awesomeness that would happen for these people, even though we're here to do that with them. Yeah, it's it's a great reminder of why we do what we do. And I think that's that's part of the piece here is, you know, when you come back to your why and if you think about, you know, for some of you it might just have been a natural progression because you weren't good at school and so you decided, all right, I'll go into the trades or the school pushed you into it or something. But at some point during that journey you made a choice to stay in the trades and you made a choice to create a business out of what it is that you're really good at doing. And part of that would have been driven by a value that you hold so I think this is just one of those episodes where we encourage you to walk away, sit and have a think and a bit of a, a brainstorm perhaps around, well, what are your values and are you aligning yourself with your values within your marketing and your business? This is a big part of why we talk about having mission statements mm. or a set of company values that you hold everybody to because it's how we all get clear including our customers, on what the company's values are. These are really important. They can really help drive some excellent conversations. They can also help you make some great decisions. So if you think back to a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about burnout mm. and how marketing can really uh, assist you with preventing burnout, again, it comes back to your values. If you're If you're closely aligned with your values, it's far easier for you to say no in any version of what that looks like for you rather than getting stuck doing stuff that doesn't align with you. It it's, makes you unhappy. It makes you stressed. It adds pressure. It's perhaps not as financial. It's all of those negative things instead of being something positive that you can enjoy because we should be enjoying what we do. Yes, mm. it's hard. It's hard running a business. It's not an easy thing to do. You knew that when you went into it. What should be easy is why are you doing it? Mm. Even on our, and we have some tough times in business as well, Warwick, we should be transparent with that and even on the toughest days it always one of us will always come back to yeah but if we don't do it who's going to help these tradies and How quite often gonna... we'll have someone reach out and share with us something cool doesn't have to be massive but you know it's it's amazing how on those days where we're feeling like what the hell are we doing this for and you know mm. it's all feeling a bit hard and woe is me and a, a tradiepreneur will drop us a message you know maybe it's one of our top level masters members or we see something shared in the facebook group from one of our uh, tradiepreneurs and they share something it's like you know we did this life planning day and holy wow that has just flipped our heads and we've changed mm. this and we've got this result already from it and I'll read that and go, ha, huh, there you go. Yeah. We are doing, we are on the right track. That's right. It, it, so it just, that doesn't happen when you're working for people that you just can't stand and no. they just want the cheapest price. So poking the chest for you today, listeners, is what you're doing aligned with your values and why you started your business in the first place? And if it's not, could you make some change? It's quite simply through your marketing to start to attract more of the stuff that you do value, appreciate and enjoy. And change the results you're currently seeing, particularly those ones that lead to burnout and stress and pressure and boredom within your business. How about we do something that we really enjoy? 
And if the answer is no, head over to the website. You can take a crash course in marketing. We've oh, got yeah. some free training on the website. We've got a bunch of other resources and downloads you can grab. If you uh, swap us your email address, we'll give you a whole bunch of stuff uh, to help you actually achieve this result. So um, head on over. We love to help tradies. It's why we're here. It's part of our why. And please don't forget to come and tell me whether you knew about the bounce rate thing or whether I, I correctly held myself back from giving bounce you a crappy That's joke. how fast a kangaroo hops, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Kangaroo.